to episode number two of Raising Wild, the Heart and Soul of Mother and Child. I am so happy to be back again this week sharing another topic with you. But first, I just want to say thank you so much for reaching out and giving all of the encouragement that you gave behind last week's episode. And also, I just feel so excited and happy to be able to watch this really beautiful community kind of form and come together through these podcasts. This week's episode really hits home for me. It's something that I have definitely struggled with and I really want to touch base and focus on the darkness that we go through with all the different transformations during pregnancy, but mostly after pregnancy. By society's standards, my body is not beautiful. By society's standards, a woman's body is beautiful if it is petite, if it is youthful, and it is dictated by society's sexual appetite. Because of what society says is beautiful, I oftentimes have a difficult time accepting my body for what it is. The stretch marks, the extra weight, the saggy breasts, the wider hips, all of it. It's just a lot to take in, and I know... As mothers, it's an extra pressure on top of the pressure to be a good mom, to be a good wife, to be a good friend. It's just an extra pressure that's weighing down on me. But today, I want to dive a little bit deeper into that topic. And I want to share a little bit of my background and share a little bit of where my mindset is and what I've experienced so I can ultimately explain the beauty and the sacredness of these bodies that we live in. As I told you last week, I have two little boys. Both of my pregnancies were wonderful. But let me be honest and tell you that my labors are awful. In my two experiences, my labors range from anywhere from 21 hours to a whopping 40 hours. And then pushing, let's just tack on another three and a half hours. They are long experiences. My first son was born cesarean after 40 hours of labor and three terrible hours of pushing. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was awful. The only beautiful thing that came out of that experience was my son. Being strapped down to a table, uncontrollably shaking, and experiencing exhaustion from the long labor and the intense pushing, And then knowing my insides were being displayed to a room full of medical staff left a sort of trauma that took almost two years to seriously work hard through. And then to finally get through that and end up right at my second pregnancy. While I was pregnant with Luca, I had reached a point that I felt that my body would not be able to do it again. I lost faith in my body's ability. I felt as as if my body was broken, but I decided to fight through it with exercise and a healthier diet. I would walk a mile to four miles a day. I wanted to give my body the best possible chance to have a VBAC because I did not want to be cut open again. I did not want to go through the uncontrollable shaking. And thankfully, I was under the care of an incredible group of midwives who empowered me who told me that I could do it, that my body was not broken. I labored with Luca for 21 hours. I spent time in and out of the birthing tub as I prayed and worshipped through every rush. I pushed for three and a half hours. 
There was this moment when the contractions weren't easing up and I was being pulled into this place of deep, deep agony. I felt as if I wouldn't make it through it. And in that moment, I felt as if I was kissing death. But one last push and it was over and all of that agony was gone. And there I was, alive, blissful, mumbling crazy things out of exhaustion and holding the smallest little slippery baby. My body had fought long and hard that day. My body wasn't broken. and In fact, it never had been. I just believed it was because my experience the first time hadn't met my expectations of what my body was supposed to be doing. I rode that blissful wave for about five weeks and then things started to shift and turn and there was this disconnect that I felt in my body again. My emotions were all over the board. I was having bouts of anxiety and I felt like I literally just wanted to crawl out of my skin. Every time I would put Luca to my breast to nurse him, when that dopamine level would drop, I felt that anxiety and I would want to cry and crawl up in a ball because I just felt so uncomfortable in my skin. For me, birth had opened up this incredible gratefulness of the strength that and the hard work that my body was capable of producing, but that was only temporary. I was left grappling with all that I had just endured. Now I was left with a ton of mental and physical healing left to do. I had raw and engorged breaths, I had stretch marks, and I was living in a body that felt foreign to me. On top of all of that, once again, I was now pouring every ounce of what was left into a state of service to my newborn and to my toddler. I felt extremely broken. Luckily, I ran across this book a couple months before I gave birth to Luca, and it's called The First 40 Days, The Essential Art of Nourishing the New Mother by Han Oh. It's an incredible book, and it's talking about all the different ways that in other countries, the mothers are taken care of, not only in the pregnancy and birth period, but post-birth, and post-birth being the most essential part of it. One thing that I found astounding is that in many other cultures, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, there are these deep sacred practices surrounding each mother. This book opened my eyes to a world that I had never known existed, at least not here in my Western postpartum experience. She writes about how by caring for the new mother in the first 40 days of postpartum through nourishing foods, cleaning, and nurture, you're actually caring for the child as well. Oftentimes, when the new mother enters this threshold of motherhood, she will experience a deep shift at the very core of who she is, Her emotions are spiraling as she works through the pain that she endured. There is this feeling of loneliness and emptiness as her once very full womb is now empty. And now she is in charge of sustaining this little human on the outside. As Han explains, it is very common in other cultures that the new mother is now mothered by older mothers. This helps her really ease into her new role as a mom. I ran across an article that a mother shared. It was her story with her postpartum healing ceremony that she went through. She was pregnant with her third child and she decided she wanted to do something different, something special because she knew she wasn't going to have any more. So she hired someone to do a ceremony known as mother healing or mother roasting is another term that you can find for it as well. But essentially, 
a postpartum doula came to her in her home every day for a week following her birth and provided care for the mom and the family as they transitioned into this new phase of life. On this one particular day, the doula drew her a very warm bath, infused it with milk, oils, and herbs, and lit candles. She got in the bathtub, soaked for as long as she liked. After her bath, she came to her bedroom, and there were these beautiful strips of linen laid out across her bed. And the doula had her lay on these strips, and she massaged her weakened abdomen and her hips with these herbs and oils. And then as she finished massaging, she would wrap tightly and bind these areas that were weakened all up and down her body. And as she did this, she spoke affirmations over her body, saying that she was special, saying that her body was strong. And the mother said that she finally felt closure and was able to finally look back and thank her body for all it had done. She finally felt at peace with her body. I don't know about you, but I wish I had gone through a healing ceremony. My husband and I were talking about how so much is poured into the mother in her pregnancy and at birth. But after the birth ends, the focus shifts to baby alone. It's almost as if you have kindled a small fire and then you keep growing it bigger and bigger and bigger. And then finally, when it's at its biggest, you walk away from that fire, not caring if you've put it out. And what happens is a wildfire starts. And that's what happens with new moms. See, they go through these big changes and they're at this peak in their life where they're about to drop on that roller coaster and things are scary. They've just endured a ton of pain. They have this new baby to care for. And at that moment is when moms need care and nurture the most. And then all of a sudden things kind of shift and that focus goes to the baby and the mother gets left and she's dealing with all of these things. So that that is essentially her wildfire. And that wildfire spreads in her life into other areas and then she's left with this mess that she has to deal with and it's painful and it's hard and it's scary. I feel that brokenness at times. Yes, there are moments where I feel healed, but when I look at my body in the mirror, it still feels foreign to me. It's really difficult to say, oh, you should go ahead and do a healing ceremony because that's just not practical for most people. It's not practical to have somebody come in and care for you after you give birth because people have to work. They have to pay the bills. Sometimes you don't live close to family. You don't have a group of friends that can come over and care for you in that way. And it's difficult to have the support you need. I definitely think there are things that need to change in terms of how we are caring for the postpartum mom. And I think that by making some simple changes, there definitely can be some healing that happens more quickly than how things are being handled today. And ultimately, that's why I wanted to do a podcast on this topic because I think as someone that has gone through the experience and is in the midst of all of this pain and this foreignness of my body, it's important to reach out to other moms and say, you know what, you're not alone and your body is important and your body is strong and your body just went through something very sacred. I think it's important to turn the conversation to these moms about the sacredness of what they are about to experience. Because the shift that happens inside of you has the ability to change your soul in a very positive way. I wish somebody would have sat down and told me that motherhood is sacred. 
your body is sacred and every emotion that you endure is okay to be felt. I wish someone would have told me it's okay to sit and be still in your final months of pregnancy. Spend time caring for yourself through baths and getting rest. You are gearing up to experience a sacred transformation. I wish somebody would have told me that this is one of the closest moments here on earth that we are to God. And you're about to experience the passage of a new soul onto this plane of existence. You see, childbirth is a spiritual experience. You will go through this period of feeling empowered for what your body has done, and then you'll take a sharp turn, and you'll go through a period of time where your body feels so foreign to you because of how much it's changed. I want to encourage you to embrace the feeling of power that you feel. That power is so much greater than the weakness that you feel. Your body is strong, and it has just accomplished bringing new life to this earth. You embody the miracle of creation in your very being. When you think of your body in this way, this vessel that brings life, you begin to change the way you view your body and see it as something that is sacred, something that is powerful and important and worth loving. The marks on your body are the sacramental presence of something divine that has occurred within you. I believe motherhood is one of the greatest acts of service that we have on this earth. Not only do we give nine long, grueling sometimes months of pregnancy to these little babies, but we go through these almost death experiences to bring forth life, and then we give all that we are to them to raise them so they can experience life. I will never forget watching Luca take his first breath. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to see Jackson take his first breath or really hear his first breath because of the way everything turned out. But with Luca, I actually got to feel and see him take his first breath. And to me, that symbolizes something so divine and powerful. And you know what? My body did that. My body was the vessel that helped produce that baby. So yes, maybe our bodies are not beautiful by society's standards, but let me tell you, your body is beautiful because it has brought forth life. Your body is strong. So when you are in that moment where you are wishing that you had your pre-baby body back and you are beating yourself up because of your scars and the differences, stop. Stop and take a moment. Rise above those thoughts and reflect on the divine things that have occurred in your body. When you view your body as something divine and sacred, all of those feelings start to fall away. And it no longer matters if you are skinny and petite and youthful. What matters is that you're strong. You're strong and you're capable of doing things that, to me, in my mind, is out of this world. You just produce bone and organs and this little being that has its own personality. And now you are raising it and doing important things and that life is going to go out and carry on and do even greater things. Today let's choose to love our bodies for all that it has gone through and all that it has done. And I know it's not easy, especially if you are someone that has come from a place where you feel your body has failed you. Maybe you've had a miscarriage, maybe you've experienced an illness. Maybe you've had to go through cesarean after cesarean after cesarean. Maybe you have been hurt by somebody else and you aren't capable of viewing your body in a loving manner. I want you to know that your body is beautiful and your body is sacred. May you walk away today feeling empowered and loved and strong and able to say, 
screw what society thinks. I know that I'm beautiful and I know that my body is powerful. I view my births as moments of coming face to face with the divine. And I want to view my body, its marks and all, as a vessel that bears the markings of the divine. Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. I know today's topic was a little heavy and hard and I get it. I feel these things every day and I have to face them every day. I hope that you really take away something from today. I hope you have a wonderful week. If you want to continue following along on this journey, you can subscribe on Spotify and on the Anchor app. But um, pretty soon, I'm hoping that this will be up on Apple. And if it does, great. I will let you guys know. I'll keep you updated. But have a wonderful week. I will talk to you guys next week. 